Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Radio and CTV News, as well as any other many other named talk shows. Now here is Michelle, and on with the show. Well, hi Jeff. Well, thanks for introing me. I know we haven't really done a formal um, introduction for the show yet or anything, but I I kind of just wanted to get the initial show out of the way and um, you know just introduce people to, I guess what I'm planning on doing with my new show, Life by the Numbers. Uh, I'm actually meeting with someone to talk about making it possibly into a TV show as well. So it's exciting to get a, a meeting this weekend. So hopefully, fingers crossed, it will be much more than I even envisioned when I first thought of the name. But for today, we're going to do Life by the Numbers uh, on air, on the radio, on Authentic U Media. So we're going to take callers, uh, any numerology questions, anything that number related at all and you know the the concept behind uh life by the numbers for me was really it's kind of a, a transition for me because my old show was surviving the shift and a lot of people um you know it had a good following and uh, a lot of people did tune into that especially during that time of great shifting when we were talking about Armageddon and the whole um 2012 end of Mayan calendar thing um but now you know even though we are still shifting, we're always going to be shifting, uh, I just felt it to be more appropriate to, to start a new show um, where it's all about the numbers and, and being led by the numbers because that's how I, I lead my life. I lead uh, my life by the numbers. I look to everything through the numerological lens for me because that's my gift and that's how I share my gifts with the world. So, And there are so many people globally that are seeing numbers and it is it's literally like the fabric of the universe revealing itself. And it's like what I like to call spiritual DNA. So when you look at your date of birth, for example, it's like your spiritual DNA. And, you know, I I, I really reckon, I guess, uh, numbers in comparison to um, quantum physics because it's really more of a science than anything else. It just is really a way to see the energetic patterns that make up everything in existence. And, you know, of course, quantum physics has just recently with string theory and all these great things that they're starting to discover is that at the base of an atom is actually not matter as we once thought, but frozen light particles, which is energy. So numbers are just uh, another tool to be able to see that which is unseen. So that's really what it's about. And, you know, when I talk about the numbers, I do it in such a practical way that I think more people resonate with it than the typical numerologist that I've that I've seen. You know, I've met a lot of people who do work with the numbers, but for me, I think that that's my unique gift 
uh, with the numbers is that I'm able to share with others um, more mainstream. So the people who might not kind of get math or numbers or really might be a little bit leery about numerology, I'm able to explain it in a way that makes sense for the average person. So that's really what the show will have as a flavor, very practical, very real, very grounded. Nothing is going to be... Um, you know, taboo or off limits, but at the same time, we're always going to look at things from two sides of the spectrum because I love to do that. I love to say, okay, that's great, but what about this? And, you know, kind of doing it from both a spiritual and also a scientific and practical and grounded perspective because really we're humans um, with a soul or we are souls in human form, so we have to look at both sides. So that's really what I'm talking about when I say life by the numbers, so being guided by that practical uh, energy. That's absolutely okay, fantastic. I, guess. I just love that. Uh, wow, keep going because I'll tell you what, this this is fantastic. The information that you are going to divulge to folks today, I recommend everybody get a chance. Call in. Michelle's going to take your calls. Nine one seven eight eight nine three eight one eight. Please give a call. Give us a call, and uh, I'll be on to answer your call, and we'll get you in. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. My my favorite thing to do is to just go ahead and um, do do readings for people because that's what I love to do. I'm I'm a truth revealer, and you know it's an interesting story about my name, uh, professionally speaking, because uh, when I was um, first starting out with the numbers, um, it was a time in my life where I was pregnant and I was thinking about getting married, and I didn't want to take on my husband's name at the time because I thought I would lose my identity. But in hindsight, I realized professionally speaking I had to change my name because it was the truth seeker number. Um, Now my name professionally vibrates to the number seven, which is exactly what I do for people when I do the numbers. I I reveal truth. So I'm really showing you who you are, what you're here to do, and how to do it. And I want to apologize if anyone's listening and they hear some... Uh, background noise, there's, there's a water main that's broke out, out uh, on the street, and so they're working feverishly to get that fixed. So uh, there's a lot of uh, jackhammering and all kinds of stuff going on. So if you can hear that, that's what it is. All right, so I think, um, Jeff, I don't know, is, are there callers in the queue? I know um, we can start taking those callers if you'd like, and we can... Uh, we can go back and forth and, and you know maybe take a caller and then talk a little bit more about numbers and numerology and uh, those kinds of things if you want to take it like that. Absolutely, that'd be great. I'm going to get on uh, in the in the in the back scenes here and do the producing role. And folks, I will be answering your calls in just a minute. We've got actually several people lined up right now, Michelle. So I'm going to go on and get first names and we'll get everybody in order. And if, I'll be back with you in just a minute. All right, well, I'll just keep talking and uh, let me know when you've got the first caller ready. But, you know, I want to say, you know, I guess in the beginning when I first started numerology, I was always wanting to explain, um, you know, explain that it wasn't taboo and that it wasn't, um, you know, this or that and making excuses, I guess, for what I did. And and, and the moment that I really owned... um, my gift and really said, you know, this is what I'm here to do and, uh, you know, numbers are what I'm supposed to be sharing with the world, it, it, my career really took off. So it, it, it's been a pivotal time for me in these past couple of years where I really embraced my authenticity and, of course, 
being the founder of Authentic You Media, Authentic You Radio, it just uh, seems very fitting that I'm launching like for the numbers on the network as well. So it's just it's kind of for me it's this great moment where I'm merging the two now, where I've got the you know the network, but I've also got the show that I really should have always had, which is number focused. And so um, I'm really excited to start taking callers because I that's that's what I love to do. I mean, I love to just dive in and do it because with my chart, of course, I've got the arrow of practicality and also the arrow of activity. So I'm always about let's just do it. Let's just go for it. And uh, so, Jeff, if you're ready, um, I'm ready. But uh, I see that you're still in the back scene, so I'll give it a second. Um, so, yeah, if anyone wants to call in, the call-in number is 917-889-3818. And um, we'll see if we can fit as many in as we can. We have about 51 minutes left of the show. So we'll just keep going back and forth between uh, callers and, and uh Talking about numbers and and what how they guide us and and uh, all that stuff. So uh, Jeff, are you there? Are you ready? Okay, <laughs> I see that he's not. So I'll I'll continue on. Um, yeah. So uh, numbers for me and you know there was a title change for me a while back as well, and that was really about owning my personal power as well because I um I I started out as an intuitive numerologist. And, um, you know, the the word intuitive is kind of like the word psychic. It's like the P word. You know, everyone runs and and, uh, is scared of the P word when you say psychic. But, you know, definitely there's an intuitive role within the way that I look at the numbers and the way that I examine them. So for each individual person, it's not that cookie-cutter thing where you can just print off a chart and say, okay, here are your numbers kind of thing. It's, It's more for me that I see the numbers at a deeper level and I see it more in in alignment with a particular person as well. So there is an intuitive component. I don't necessarily advertise that um, there is that intuitive side to the work that I do, but it definitely is there. So uh, I see that Jeff is ready for the first caller. So let's do that. Let's take a caller. Jeff, are you there? All right. Yes, we have Tiffany. I'm going to put her on right now. All right, great. Hi, Tiffany. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So what is your date of birth? Um, three seven seventy six. Okay. It was what? Say that sorry. I March seventh. Oh, March seventh. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, that's that's quite a difficult one. Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh no. All right. Let me. <laughs> well, it's, it's challenging. It's it's very it's a challenging chart. And you know when I say um, challenging, I mean um, you know sometimes. And most of the time, people will say that, that the more challenging the chart, the more evolved the soul. Because you have been through a lot, I'm sure, in different you know, lifetimes and those kinds of things, and now you're getting into the more difficult lessons because you've learned the easy ones, so now you're really getting into um, the meat and potatoes of soul's growth, so to speak. So there's a lot of difficult stuff going on in your chart. Let me just add up um, your date of birth just to see what your life path number is. 17... Oh, so oh, okay. So you are the same life path number as Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> so the thirty-three-six is called the Master Teacher, and it's actually the highest master frequency. And I have to sit, stop right now and say that uh, I'm looking at the clock right now, and it, and, uh, uh, it says one one one. So, <laughs> and I just I thought I'd say that just because it follows <laughs> me everywhere. So, 
Um, yeah, so 33-6 is a master teacher, and um, it's a creative energy. So a lot of people are very creative. Um, they're always usually the visionaries, the nurturers, the ones that um, they are very intellectual, but negativity-wise, they can be um, pessimistic, glass half empty. They can suffer from the worrywart syndrome. But there's one thing in particular that I always see with this uh, life path number is that they have limitless potential for success because it is the highest master number and it's, you know, they can really accomplish so much being a creative number that it's, you know, ridiculous the, the, the potential that they have. But because it's double threes before it reduces to that six, it's like having double hoops to jump through to access that beautiful six. Because three is the number of imagination and memory, and it's really inspirational. But three in the negative is very self-doubting and self-critical. So a lot of 33 sixes are very self-sabotaging people. And if you look at Lindsay Lohan, I mean, she gets to a certain place and then she kicks herself down quite a few notches, so to speak. Or she, you know, when she's stalled and she's not focused on anything creative, she kind of takes a nosedive into the negative. So it's the key to the six is always to continually create, to always keep moving forward. But the other thing on your chart I see that's really, really challenging is that, number one, you have all three of the mind plane numbers. So you're very intellectual, extremely smart. You could definitely be a writer, no, no doubt. I mean, you could definitely put pen to paper and really express yourself better on paper than you would verbally. But you're also missing all of the soul plane numbers. So you've got a really strong disconnect between the mind and the doing aspects. So to bring all of those incredible ideas to life, you know, to say, okay, I've got, you know, this, that, and the other thing I want to do, but when it comes to doing it, there's this, there's a disconnect because you're missing all the soul plane, which is the middle of the chart, so that the ideas can't flow freely into the physical and make it happen. So there's a lot of extra challenges and a lot of extra hurdles that show up for you. And you look around and you say, okay, well, why is it flowing so easily for everyone else? And it's so difficult for me to make this happen. Or it didn't happen the way that I saw it to be in my mind, so to speak. And the other thing with the soul plane energy, missing all of that, is that you're ultra hypersensitive emotionally. Very intuitive, but also hypersensitive emotionally to the point that a lot of people will box up their heart for protection, so they keep people at arm's length, even though they may not be aware of it. So they can be very nurturing and very loving, but they keep their distance and they don't let a lot of people in unless they feel very, very comfortable with them. And you also have an isolated seven and an isolated one. And what I mean by isolated is that there are no other numbers around the seven or the one. And seven, when it's isolated, it's all about hindsight learning. So it's a lot of a live and learn kind of experiences where you attract the same kinds of patterns, the same kinds of people, the same kinds of um, repeat lessons, so to speak. So it's like sometimes it can feel like life has dealt you a bum deal where it's like, oh, here we go again. You know, I'm learning this lesson again. And I just, you know, I just went through the same scenario and it's coming back again. So sometimes that can happen with an isolated seven. And then you also have the isolated one, which one is the verbal number. And so when it's isolated, it's hard for you to communicate your feelings. So if someone were to say, you know, how do you really feel or how are you feeling today, you, you, you might kind of glaze over it and not really share completely how you feel and what you need and what you want in relationships. 
but you do have really strong gifts of guiding and mentoring because if you add your month and your day, it shows you what your gift is as that visionary six, that creative six, and it's the ten, which is the earth guide, and it's all about communication and sharing what you know, sharing information. And then you add your year, and it shows you the how. How do you do this? And it's the the twenty-three five, which is a very supportive, almost natural counselor kind of energy. So definitely... Um, you know, two things I would say, just looking at your energy, is that very very strong communication roles in some way, but most likely probably nonverbal in some way, whether it be writing or, um, you know, some, some form of nonverbal would have to be in there as well. Because what happens with people who are not that strong in the verbal realm, but they're very strong mentally, there's more of them expressed on paper, for example. If, if you were to write a letter there would be more of your soul in there than, than there would be if you were to talk about it. So definitely, um, let me, I just want to see what year you're in. 10, 12, 15. Okay, so this year is really, really pivotal for you. It's, it's a turn-the-page year. It is a year where you're going to be really kind of profoundly turning a new leaf, turning a new page, and it's really volatile, interchange energy. So when you start the year and when you end the year, you're usually a completely different person. So it's very transformational, but it can be very difficult. It can be very almost like I can't take this anymore kind of energy where you're being thrown things, uh, experiences that aren't so great, and it just seems like life is totally uh, you know, in the washing machine and spinning you around. So it is a very um, high change, but it's interchange in a big, big way. So uh, the word hate, for example, vibrates to the 16-7, which is that personal year that you're in this year. So when I say hate, it's it's kind of that energetically stripping energy where, you know, you're stripped clean. So a very transformational year for you, extremely. Okay. How has it been so far for you this year? <laughs> uh, I mean, I can't complain. I'm still looking for love. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. But um, just, you know. Well, the love factor. I mean, the, missing all those soul plane numbers, I can absolutely tell you without a doubt that your life lessons lie within the realm of relationships. So it tends to follow you for quite a long time. And especially, um, you're not that, I mean, you're still young. I mean, 1976, you're not that old. So, um, you know, having that seven that's isolated it's a live and learn, repeating the same lessons, you know, attracting the same people that hurt you. Or And, you know, I do find one of the patterns that people do in relationships when they're missing all the soul plane numbers is that they will intuitively attract someone who will either leave them or breach their trust or do something to mess up the relationship, so to speak, because they're always keeping that energy of arm's length, right? So it's almost like you're intuitively attracting relationships that will end um, as a means of protection. So it's it's really about breaking that pattern. And I think for you this year is, is going to be one of those pattern-breaking years because it is going to be so profound and so uh, turn-the-page kind of energy. And there's so many people that are in those master frequencies that are really being called to their post this year. They're really feeling that tug that there's something they're meant to be doing. That, that, and they're not mm-hmm. sure what. But there's something that they need to be focusing on, and it's big. And and the master numbers are the 10, the 11, the 22, and the 33, and you are the 33. So they're all guiding roles. They're all guiding frequencies. 
so you're really feeling the tug this year, and I think that you know it's, it's no coincidence you called in and and that you're um, you know feeling probably that 16-7 change energy going on. And uh, this cycle that you're in right now, actually, um, how old are you now? You would be... Uh, you're 47, you say? No, 37. Oh, 37, sorry. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, 37. Okay, so yeah, I mean, you are coming up on a time, actually, um, where everything is going to come together. So, I mean, you're you're headed into a couple change years, uh, the 8, 9, and 1 years upcoming. So you're going to start to feel in the fall um, some new change energy coming in, some opportunities. It's going to be an 8-year next year for you. So uh, the, the energy will start to shift soon where you're going to be in high change. And then near the end of next year is when you're going to start a new 9-year cycle. And it's a 12-3. And 12 is the whole and complete number, and 3 is the number of unity. So it's like all everything's coming full circle. Things your your dots are connecting, so to speak. So I think you're coming out of the live and learn kind of energy because the cycle you have been under has been a one. So for nine years you've been under, or almost nine years, um, a cycle of one, which is all about um, being isolated. The number of new beginnings. It's um, very much about do 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 in the physical sense. So that's why there's right. been a lot of probably live and learn kind of issues going on, you know, the physical stuff. Okay. Wow. Okay. So really get out of the mind and really try to – the one thing I recommend with the soul plane energies is that be vulnerable. Try to lay it out there. Try to say, okay, well, you know what, I, I don't want to risk my heart. It's very, you know, difficult for me to even say certain things or to really be vulnerable, but that's really the only way to connect a lot of those dots for you is to practice vulnerability. And a lot of people, um, especially with the energies you're carrying, they they are nurturing and they tend to feel most comfortable with the animals and children because they're safe, right? But when it comes to relationships in in an intimate way, um, definitely the arm goes out and keeps them at a distance. So it's about practicing that vulnerability for sure. Okay. Uh. <laughs> I know okay. it's a lot to take in. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's kind of you in a nutshell. But really, I mean, you have a lot of potential, very creative, very nurturing, very visionary, but um, a little bit too much in the head all the time, you know, overthinking things, overanalyzing, that kind of thing. Okay, yeah, that's me, Toti. <laughs> All right, well, okay. thank you for calling in. We'll have to thank move on to another caller, but if you you know, ever want a full reading, definitely give me a call. I'm going to offer a special deal to just the listeners at the end of the show as well. So if you want to just uh, keep listening, you'll be able to um, hear that deal that I've got to offer. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right, Jeff, did you have another caller? Um Yes, I do, Michelle. We are bringing on Akasha at this point. Akasha, you are on the show live. Hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the show. What is your date of birth? It's the 6th of January, 1985. Okay, so January 6th, 1985. Okay, so... Oh, okay, wow. All right, so definitely... 
you know, I always want to look to see where your numbers are most clustered because if you look at a, a numerological birth chart, it's divided up into three rows and three blank spaces. So it kind of looks like a tic-tac-toe chart. And where um, each box represents a particular space and the numbers of one to nine because everyone's date of birth is comprised of the numbers one to nine in some form. Uh, they might be missing some numbers, but they're, they're some of those numbers. And so each each spot has its own, um, or each number has its own spot on the chart. So when I'm looking at your chart, you definitely are top heavy. So if you could look at your energy, you would be it would be like you'd have a big head and heart and have very um, you know, skinny body, so to speak, right? It's like you're up in your head and your heart all the time, and you have very little physical energy to ground you. So there's a lot of feeling going on, a lot of thinking going on, but not a lot of action energy. So there's this hesitancy with taking action. Uh, I just want to see what your life path number is. 18. Okay, so and you're 30. Okay, so you're the same life path as I am. And and again, similar to the last caller, uh, when there's a three, and, and she had double threes, but um, pure three is one of the greatest challenges and one of the challenges that I've had to get over in my life to really embrace my three life path was the self-doubt and the self-criticism. We are extremely hard on ourselves and we nitpick ourselves to death. We want to be people pleasers. We want everyone to like us. And it, it's, it was all about living for other people. Mm-hmm. And so that's the hardest thing with the pure three. And we're only working one energy. Where I was talking with the last caller, she was a 33-6. She was working two threes and a six. But with us, we're just working the three because we've got the zero there, which is more of a symbol than a number. And and the zero is a symbol of the infinite or spiritual awareness. So with the three, we're the inspirationalists. Three is the number of the imagination, the number of memory. We are, you know, just, we always want to uplift and inspire other people with what we're doing. That's kind of our gift. We're the social butterflies. We're the ones that people gravitate to, um, you know, we're kind of the life of the party sometimes, we're humorous, you know, all those things that you think about when you think about the number of the intellect or the imagination. Uh, we can be great writers, those kinds of things. But um, it's it's this, it's being hard on yourself, but also being critical of, of other people, which is sometimes can keep the threes stalled in their life, really stalled. And especially because they see that you don't have a lot of physical energy to ground you, then there's there's probably been a lot of stalling in your life or on the fence energy, very indecisive kind of energy, that kind of thing going on with you. Um, let me see what personal year you're in. Seven, thirteen. Okay, so you're in a restructuring year. Uh, you're in a four year, which is all about pruning. It's all about cleaning out the closet, literally and figuratively. So it, it can be a year where you're wanting to um, reevaluate things and say, okay, I want this in my life, I don't want this in my life, I do want this person, I don't want this person. So it's kind of like a a consolidation year of shifting and uh, purging and making way for new change to come in. And because the world year is a six, t- it tends to be focused more on relationship shifting because it's a six year. So any kind of reorganizing, restructuring might be focused more on things like old friends dropping away, new friends or new acquaintances coming into your life, those kinds of things. And, you know, I love that I'm looking at your gift because as that pure three, as that inspirationalist, as the number of imagination, as the analytical, um, you know, intellectual, 
what is your gift? You are the seven, which is, is you carry the truth seeker as your as your gift. So you are always wanting to help others reveal truth. And it's always about digging deeper to find that truth. So um, definitely that's your gift. Let me just see. 18, my, my also, go ahead. I just wanted to give you confirmation there because my mom calls me the truth seeker. So she's, that's what my mom calls me. <laughs> yes, it's so true. Yeah, and definitely. I mean, the pure threes were always about that as well because we have that zero, which is a symbol of the infinite or spiritual awareness. So we're mm-hmm. always wanting to incorporate that spiritual side into things. But because you carry that as your gift, it's it's even more powerful. So that's really what you do for other people. But then your year, if you add your year, it shows you the how. And that, again, is that 23-5, which is very natural counselor energy. It's very, um, you know, wanting to be that, that guide for other people, to guide them to truth. So definitely, you know, that is... Um, how you use your gifts. So, yes, we're both pure threes, but we're completely different. It's not that you're going to go out and be a numerologist tomorrow. You you use your gifts in a different way. So that's the beauty of looking at numerology um, more specifically, because I know a lot of books will just say, okay, well, you're a three. and mm-hmm. But you could be a 21-3 and be completely different, whereas you're a 30 before it reduces to three. So I always look at it a little bit more in depth that way because it really hones in on what kind of three and what your path truly is. And because you're so young right now, you're in a cycle of seven, your first cycle, and it's always about personal experience, living and learning, um, just going out and doing. It's about building on the physical level. It can be a lot of hindsight learning and things like that that are that's really going on. But you're headed toward an 11. Um, the second cycle you're coming up on is, and 11 after the 7. And 11 is the highest spiritual number. So whatever you're learning, all these hindsight experiences and all these kind of live and learn, building your foundation during these next, you know, nine years or so, um, you're going to enter an 11 and really profoundly embrace that and be that, you know, truth seeker, truth sharer, and really be that pure three that you're meant to be. Because pure threes are really empathic people. They can read people um, on an emotional level very, very well. Um, and, you know, there's another side to the three as well is that sometimes they can be referred to as almost bipolarish because mm-hmm. some days we'll be, um, you know, on top of the world saying, yes, I can do this, let's go for it, let's do it. And then the next thing it's we're saying, what was I thinking? You know, so we're, we tend to be very indecisive uh, when it comes to our own intuition and really reading what it is we need to be doing but when it comes to other people we're always dead on it's always really really accurate so mm-hmm. very empathic you can kind of walk in a room and feel it out you know feel people and feel what's going on so that's definitely a skill that you have but i would suggest definitely to ground your energy is to focus more on that physical stuff because that's where your lessons lie where you're missing the most numbers on your chart is where you need to focus and for you it's the physical, it's the doing, it's the taking action, it's the mm-hmm. making it happen. So that's definitely where where you need to put your focus. Brilliant. Oh, wow, that's really spot on. That was my question. So <laughs> thank you so much for well, sharing. Well, good, good. You're welcome. And uh, like I say, I, stay, uh, stay on the line or stay listening because I do have a special offer for people who might want to go more in-depth with a reading with me. And uh, oh, hang tight. No, thank, thank you, you so, so much. Much love to you. Thank you. You too. 
All right, Jeff. So um, that's I, I guess that's it for callers right now. So we'll, I guess yes, we'll keep talking a, a little bit more about the numbers. Yeah. yeah, and I was I guess I was just going to tweet about that right now, um, put that out there. But I don't have There's the link. Of, so, Jeff, I'll, I'll keep yeah. talking about it. If you get me the show link, we'll put that out there, get some more callers in the queue so we can keep going with this. Um, yeah. So, you know, really, I guess I, I did touch on that with um, one of the callers and, and telling people that this year is a relationship year. The, the, the six um, is really, really strong right now. And um, it's not just about relationship shifting within intimate relationships, but it is also about relationships with ourselves and also um, with even non-tangible things. You know, there are people going through a lot of financial um, struggles right now and they're losing their personal possessions. And so there's just so many um, relationship things, you know. Um, the word money, and I was talking about this the other, the other day, is that uh, we're even shifting our relationship with money because of this financial crisis. And the word money is very fear-based. So uh, if you look at the, actually, if you look at that, the word money and convert it um, down to numerical value, it's a 27.9. And the two and the seven really say what kind of nine, that nine energy the word money is. And nine is a number of ambition, idealism, responsibility. It's very um, black and white, right and wrong energy. It represents the end of an old cycle, the beginning of a new cycle, but it's you know, being the 27-9, it has issues with trust. So um, it's not, I'm not surprised that we, you know, that our society was led to this financial um, crisis globally even because uh, if you look at the 27, two is in the outer position, which is support. It's it, it really did support us, so to speak. I mean, money gives us what we need to survive in the physical world because we use it to buy food and shelter. But then the seven is in the weaker position or the inner position and seven in the negative. And when we look at any number that's in a weaker position or in the inner, it really focuses in on the the, the uh, negative qualities. And the negative side of the seven is distrust, either distrust of the self or just distrust of other people. So money carries a really strong uh, undertone of distrust. So although we, you know, money supports us because it's got the two, we are o- we've always carried that fear that there would be the lack of, right? So nine energy um, is of the old paradigm because if you look at the 1900s, the whole century during the 1900s was built upon money and the nine. And everyone who was born in the 1900s had at least one nine in their date of birth. And so nine was a very driving force in that particular um, hundred years. Now that we're in the 2000s, now we're in this beautiful two energy, and all of these children being born today, they don't hold the same, um, you know, fear around money. They don't, they don't look at money in the same way that we do, and so they're really changing and shifting our perspective on money. And what I love, and I know I'm probably, I might ruffle a few feathers out there um, with this whole um, political thing I'm going to say, but Obama and his wife Michelle are both 11s. And if you reduce 11 down to down to its base value, it's a 2. So they are really representative of shifting over from that 9, which was that lack of, you know, that fear, that money-based, the number of money, to that 2, which is all about intuition, support, and support in a much different way. And if you look at, you know, 
I always talk about Michelle Obama because she, you know, has been seen in Target dresses and money is secondary to the 11. So we're shifting perspective. And back to those kids, those special kids that are being born with all those twos instead of the nine. Um, you know, my daughter, for example, you know, if I give her five bucks to go clean her room, it's she's not money-driven, you know, and not like I would be, say, when I was her age, someone gave me five bucks to go clean my room, I'd be there in a heartbeat. But they're not driven by money. And so this is the new perspective, the the, the two. The two is coming in really strong, and these, these kids are bringing it in, and, and they're shifting our energies. And so... Um, it's a really pivotal time right now, and so and so I'm really excited about Obama and uh, um, Michelle being in office again because they're shifting it into that too. So we need that right now. We need that new perspective on money. And I know you know he's lots of people say he's doing things in the wrong way uh, on other on other levels, but I think at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, there he, there's going to be an ushering of a new way of looking at money, which is what we need right now. So that's that's my two cents on the money thing and that two energy. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to um, other callers calling in. I'm, I'm going to tweet this out right now. I don't have the show link, but I'm going to put the number out there. So um, I just sent that out to all my followers. I should have, I guess, been on the ball a little bit more, but uh, I, um, I've been so busy lately with so many different projects on the go that um, I haven't really had time to do that. But... Yeah, so I, I guess I want to talk a little bit about my books as well because they're coming out soon. I'm really excited. I wrote two books in, in one year, which I don't recommend to everyone, but it ended up being that way. I wrote the first book, um, The Energy of Words, which is my first book is actually coming out after my second book because they're two different publishers. But I really felt the need to get out that book first. And everyone always asks me, um, why did you write a book about words before you wrote a book about numerology. And technically speaking, the book about words is a numerological-based book, but I, it really is kind of like the key to the, the missing key to the law of attraction uh, and the words that we speak. Because we can imagine that house on the hill or we can imagine driving that Bentley or that whatever, you know, having that dream job, but if we're going around saying negative words every day, it can undermine our entire energetic field. And, you know, one of the inspirational factors uh, with that book was a client of mine who was always wanting to um, do so many great things. He had so many great aspirations, but he kept going around saying, um, but the problem is, and so we had a lot of problems. So, you know, I really found that changing our lingo, changing just our daily personal jargon. You know, I have a friend who's always saying, I'm so stupid. Why did I do that? And, you know, what what is she saying when she says that? She's not saying something that's very good for her energy is what she's saying. So when you when you look at a word and a word's vibration, uh, just like anything else that we come in contact with, whether it's the food we eat, which has a vibration, or the, the people that we interact with also affect our energy, and so does the words that we say every day. So this is why, um, you know, why we... Um, why, why I felt like I needed to get that book out first. And um, the second book is really a, a numerological-based book. So it's all about guiding you practically through the entire process of how to do your own chart, what the numbers mean, and also the number sequences. So I really wanted to focus strongly on that in the book as well because so many people are seeing particular number sequences. 
Okay, so we do have another caller. Um, Jeff, go ahead, uh, bring the caller on, and we'll we'll keep talking after we take this caller. Okay, Hi, we're Michelle. happy to have Erica back on with us from last week. Oh, right, Erica, yes. You actually have a session booked with me, do you not? I do. Is this the Erica? Oh, okay, well, well perfect, okay. And, what, and what's your date of birth, Erica? September 3rd, 1973. September Oh, yes, you were the one with the very difficult chart. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to tell you it, totally in-depth with this, uh, you know, on a more private, personal level, because, wow. Um, yeah, okay, so what was your question? As I know, I went through all of, a lot of it on air with you, but there's just so yeah, much more. Yeah, I know. Um, let's see. Hmm. Uh, well, it's funny, because I wasn't going to ask a question, but... I guess oh, okay. I could ask a question. And actually, could you talk a little bit more about the arrow of frustration? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I'm very uh, particularly um, <laughs> familiar with that because my daughter has that arrow. So it's it's been a, a very frustrating thing in my life too because I, I I didn't understand her, you know, and until I knew that she had that arrow, then I had much more patience. But the arrow of frustration is that you set the bar really high. Right, in terms of how, what you expect and what you believe, and and you have very set ideals coming into situations, and when you meet people, or when you start, say, a new job, or you come into a particular group of people, or anything, really, it's it's this set ideal within your mind that says, okay, well, this is how it's going to be, and this is how it's going to play out. It's almost automatic for you. It's not. It's not that you're doing it, per se, it's that it's just automatic for you to say, oh, okay, well, this is how it's going to go, we're going to go out tonight, it's going to be like this, and this is how dinner's going to go, and, you know, we're going to say this. And and so the expectations are sometimes so rigid and also so high that when it doesn't happen the way that you see it to be in your mind or the way that you thought it would go, there's there's more letdown and there's more disappointment because of that. So where other people might be able to say, um, you know, it just rolls off my back and, and, okay, well, I'll just do this then. Or, oh, well, I guess they weren't what I thought they were going to be, but that's okay. Whereas with the arrow of frustration, it can really hold you back um, in, in a lot of ways, relationship-wise, those kinds of things, because you do expect a lot from other people and you expect a lot from yourself. Um, so there's it's just a really challenging arrow, especially because all of your numbers are isolated. So you do, you just really have... Um, you know, I can't wait for our session because um, there's just so much more that I want to say that I don't necessarily want to say on air because some of it is more intuitive based, and mm-hmm. um, you know, just what I'm picking up. But that arrow, yeah, is just such it's such a challenging one, and it's one that really has to be lived and learned. You know, it's it's really practice makes perfect. Where when you're coming into a situation, you really want to say, okay, hold on. I, I kind of feel like this is how I think it's going to go, but maybe I'll, I'll just hold back for a second and just um, not uh, not assume things. You know, and, and it's kind of one of those mm-hmm. things where you really have to practice it and really catch yourself in the act. And so that's it, it can be challenging, but I, I find a lot of people who do carry it end up becoming more of the wise, sage kind of people because they, they've lived and learned so much and gone through those painful letdowns more so than the average person, right? So, Yeah, no, I make sense. I think, no, I'm, I'm just, you know, it's funny. Like, I think that because I've had high expectations for people, I stop having expectations and I just basically disengage completely. 
Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, so you're different. almost setting yourself up for, for letdown by doing that, right? So it's like you're almost expecting it now. It's you know. Well, it's, it's not, well, not really. It's like not expecting anything, so it's just, you know, kind of, what's the word, kind of um, living a separate, you know, like not having love and not having those things in my life so that I'm not disappointed. Which doesn't really well. Maybe help. maybe it is that you're starting to get it. Then you know sometimes that can, and that's the whole point of the birth chart is that we're born with this birth chart, but we're not. We don't have to be cursed with it forever, kind of thing, right? It's you know if we've got some difficult or challenging things in our chart, it's we don't necessarily have to have them our entire lives. These are things that we can start filling in the blanks. So when we talk more in depth, I'm going to ask you things uh, about the soul plane, for example, because that's really what opens up those blocked energies and also unlocks that arrow of frustration. So it may be that you've been practicing more of that vulnerability aspect and those kinds of things so that you're leaving the door open a little bit further because you are a five, right, which is that freedom Mm -hmm. of expression energy, go with the flow kind of energy. So you might be finding a balance sooner than someone else who might have been more of a practical energy or or more of a – because you're an uneven number. You're a five, so you're more – of the uh, erratic energy. So we'll definitely talk more about it, but we do. I have another caller, but I okay. can't wait for our session because uh, I have a lot to tell you. Well, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for calling. All right, Jeff, I noticed you said there was a chat um, birth date as well. Did you say? Yes? Okay, so I see um, it was, let me see, Destiny. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. So Destiny has um, 18, 19. Okay, so 25. All right. Oh, wow. Okay, so you're a 25-7. Um, 25-7, Jeff, I think that's what you are. You're the life path 25-7. So they they particularly are the truth seekers. They, you know, 7 is the teaching learning number. They're the ones, they're the deep philosophical ones, the ones that are always about uh, you know the natural scientist kind of energy where they're always digging deeper to find truth. But the one thing with the sevens is they do have issues with trust, either trust of the self or trust of other people. They're the ones that are also the leapers, the ones that can usually leap before thinking uh, a lot of the time. But you also, um, Destiny, have the arrow of uh, skepticism. So you kind of have a double whammy with the trust thing because you need to have all the facts before you really decide on something or accept someone or really say, yeah, okay, I believe this, or yeah, you know, I think you're right. So you you do have a little bit of a double whammy there in that respect. But this particular life path, the 25-7, is really strongly associated with the angelic realm. So they tend to kind of have what I like to say, fairy dust sprinkled on them, or they have the Peter Pan syndrome where People like them. People are drawn to them because they have a, a little bit of a sparkle to them. And children love them and um, animals and those kinds of things tend to be drawn to the 25 sevens because they do have that kind of magic about them. And you just see one, two, three. And you've also, you also carry the gift of the three, which is a social butterfly energy. It is the uh, the intellectual energy, but it's also the number of unity. So it's it's imaginative energy. It's the number of the intellect it's about bringing information, uh, sharing information, uh, but in a creative way, in an imaginative way, in an also inspirational way. And let me just see your year, 10, 18. 
Okay, and then you've got the master builder as your year. So how do you bring truth as that truth seeker in, in an imaginative, um, inspirational way? You do it through the master builder number, which is, is almost like earth angel energy, where you go in and you say, okay, well, this is what you do. You, you set it up like this, this, and this, and you show them what they need to do, and then you kind of step back and say, my work here is done. So it's it's kind of this selfless, you know, just doing it for the sake of doing it, earth angel kind of energy. Now, I do want to say, um, emotionally speaking, you've only got one number on the um, soul plane, which is the strongest emotional number. And usually people who do carry that, they will be, um, sometimes keep people distant emotionally or they'll be the strong ones emotionally where they're not as touchy-feely, so to speak. They're more of the stronger, uh, more masculine emotional energy. And so that can sometimes be issues. Uh, with, in relationships, and you also have triple ones. Um, and with, with the one, one is the verbal expression number, and, and the most balanced is double ones. So anything more or anything less than double ones is um, unbalanced. It doesn't mean that you can't speak well publicly, for example. You know, you, you might be able to get up in front of a group and speak well, but when it comes to talking about how you feel and being, uh, you know, really sharing of yourself in a relationship, um, and really saying, okay, well, this is what I want from you, this is what I need, this is how I feel, that's where your challenges are with expression and verbal expression. So definitely, um, you have a lot of physical energy. You're definitely the doer. You're, you're more the leaper. And sevens don't take advice well from other people either. Uh, sevens like to work with their hands as well. So a lot of sevens will gravitate toward, if it's not an intellectual career, it will be uh, things like, Sevens will be butchers or hairstylists or surgeons or, you know, it's the hands-on thing or there'll be hands-on healers or those kinds of things. Um, definitely gravitate toward that. I just want to see what personal year you're in. Three, four, six. Oh, you're in the highest change personal year this year. So definitely um, it's it's really high change, but I think the focus is on collecting information, collecting pieces. So whether it be taking classes or courses or those kinds of things, uh, definitely that there's a strong focus on that. But there's also, uh, because the world year is a six, there's relationship stuff as well. So um, high, high, high change this year, extremely. All right, Jeff. So if, if that, uh, we've got about ten minutes left. So if there's another um, caller, if there's someone in the, in the chat that would, would like you to come in there question. for the last. You don't okay. have another caller. All right, a lot of listeners, Michelle, but we did have, I thought we were going to have a question from the chat room. Um, Lacey M. was going to ask if she was trying, I haven't got the question actually. Uh, she wanted to know if, I, if she did ask a specific question to see how numerology, what numerology says about it, but I don't have the question per se, so we're going to have to move on. Uh, so yes, we have listeners other than that, and everybody's very happy. And okay, perfect. So, Go ahead. Well, what I wanted to say next is that anyone listening, um, I'm, I'm offering a very special offer for, for sessions, and I did this on the last show that we did, um, and I'm going to do it again because I think, especially now, there's so much shifting going on, and, you, you know, Jess, you and I have been talking about this, where people have really been struggling um, on so many levels with truth. You know, it's just kind of this coming to a head uh, with this whole truth thing and authenticity and 
and uh, you know the the abundance factor has been low for a lot of people, and there's just so much going on energetically. And I know our our resident astrologist uh, Janet Hickox, who has a show on our network, has been talking about um, so much being in water signs lately. I think she was mentioning something about that in this this yes. trine thing that we had upcoming. And so there's this huge emotional cleansing stuff going on. So I'm really trying to offer myself. Um, you know, up without that whole abundance thing being there because I know people are struggling with that abundance factor. So what I want to do for listeners um, is offer them, only listeners, so anyone who's tuning into this broadcast and we're not advertising it anywhere else, it's not on my website, you can't go there and uh, purchase it separately, you have to contact me directly to get the deal. Uh, $97 session, uh, regularly it's 395 So if you want a session with me, this is the way to get it. Uh, especially now in this time of recession. And I don't don't do this often, and I'm not one to really offer deals because I really feel like um, energetically there has to be that give and take service-wise. But I'm doing this because I know that the abundance factor needs to come up globally. So I'm offering that, and um, anyone who wants to take advantage of it, I want you to contact me uh, via email at numbers, the word numbers, at michellearbo.com, or you can go to my website and you can find my contact page as well and contact me through there. And just let let me know that you heard this broadcast and that you'd like to take me up on that offer. So definitely Fantastic. we can, we can, we can uh, help you discover w- who you are, what you're here to do, and how to do it through the numbers. The numbers are never wrong, and they're pretty, pretty much anything you want to know about yourself is contained within those numbers and uh, even relationships. So if there's someone, and I always love to go into relationships in readings, especially with children and you know parents to help them understand. I would love to be able to work at a hospital for a day and be on the maternity ward with new moms and say, okay, listen, this is, this is the baby that you have. This is the child that you have, and this is how you can help them. And so relationships are very important. So when, whenever I do a session with someone and they have a relationship question, I love to look at the two and compatibility-wise and how to, how to help them speak the same language. Because really, essentially, all of our interactions here on Earth, it's all about our interactions with other people. And that's how we learn and grow, right? And the word God, the God frequency, is, is that's really what it is. We're here to share wisdom and knowledge with other people for soul's growth. So it's all about connections and relationships. So this is a huge relationship year. So keep that in mind, anyone out there struggling with relationships, it's it's not just you, it's everyone. <laughs> so um, hang tight. We're going into a seven next year, which will be coming in very soon. We're starting to come into that high change frequency again in the fall. And seven this year is really going to be a profound um, self-reflective year. It's all about finding truth in a big, big, big way. So once we get all this relationship shifting out of the way, next year is going to be living for you, living authentically. So I I have no doubt that um, Authentic You Media is going to really see a a boost in uh, followers and all kinds of stuff. So I'm excited about that because it really is going to resonate next year with authenticity. That's really the theme of next year is being authentic and, and living truth. So that's, that's really just how I'd like to end the, the show today. So um, I, I see we don't have any other callers, which is good. But if you want to get in touch with me, again, contact me via my website, michellearbo.com. And it's spelled Michelle with two L's. 
and Arbo is A-R-B-E-A-U. And uh, the email, again, is numbers at michellearbo.com. Excellent, well, I want to thank you, Jeff, for being on with me today. Okay. I, I've been just, I, I um, want to say again, this, this offer is, is on, you know, it's unheard of. You're not going to find it anywhere else. $97, which is regularly $395, is a big wow, okay? This is, this is the stuff. As, as Michelle has said, the numbers don't lie. If you want to know it, you need to get in touch with her. And our resident astrologist is in the chat room. Hello, Janet Hickox, and welcome to the show. And folks, this evening, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, dial in and Living Astrology with Janet Hickox will be on. Do not miss that show. And on behalf of Authentic You Media, Michelle Arbo, myself, Jeffrey Miller, we'd like to thank you for listening in today, and stay tuned. We will be putting a special time up for next week's show with Michelle, Life by the Numbers. I will be back with interviews with Authentic You at this time next week, back on regular with Michelle Colin Johnson, quite a famous publicist, represents some of the biggest authors in the country, let alone outside of the country. Don't miss that show next week, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, with interviews with Authentic You, Michelle Abro. Celebrity numerologist and myself will be hosting that show, and our guest is again Michelle Colin Johnson. And again tonight, and Michelle Abo, celebrity numerologist. Thank you. This has been a great show. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Jeff. It was a pleasure. I can't wait to do the next one. Yes. All right, folks. Well, thanks for being with us. Authentic You Media radio, webinars, and soon-to-come live events worldwide being brought to you by us, Michelle Alvo, Jeff Miller, and the entire team, Team Authentic, Authentic You Media. Thanks, folks, for being with us, and we'll talk to you again next week. Everybody have a great rest of your day, and see you tonight, Living Astrology. Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.